Podcast, and I am Nick Knack, and this episode I'm going to call Making a Plan is Planning to Fail. It's going to be Season 8, Episode 20. You're getting more than your money's worth this season, so I'll explain here in a moment. So the temptation uh, for the title of this episode was uh, Of Mice and Men, The Best Plans of Mice and Men, but I've been stealing lots of titles from songs and other popular culture lately, so I figured uh, the less stealing, the better in general, uh, which uh, I'll come back to later in the show. But first of all, let's address my ongoing uh Crush Saga, uh, particularly with uh, Sonya here. Uh, that's what I was concerned with. Uh, we had a meeting, uh, hangout time for the first time in probably a month and a half yesterday. Uh, today being the 12th of February, so the 11th of February, uh, 15th. And, uh, of course, Valentine's Day is coming up, or I ca- as I call it, Singles Awareness Day. And what did I do? I tried to be a good person, and potentially so show a romantic side. Not a huge romantic side, but I got some Girl Adeli chocolates, and, you know, came over and came in and said chocolates. Uh, you know, not as a romantic thing necessarily. Of course, that's what I wanted in my head, but... You know, just as a thing. And then um, she brings up the topic of trying to date again. And I'm kind of sitting there thinking, well, what the fuck? Uh, I'll volunteer, you know. I'm sitting right here. I have a crush on you. I haven't uh, done anything about it because I... I'm scared, but, you know, of course I didn't say that. I was like, I said something like, well, if you need it, I'm available for pity dates. And let me explain that concept just in case it isn't clear. Pity dates, um, probably not a good title for it, but the idea is to go on a date with somebody just to practice the date. Uh, just to practice what is required in that particular social situation. So this is when she tells me, actually, I like women. And I have no problem with that. I, you know, I'm an accepting person. I believe it takes people of all types to make the world go round. And quite honestly, um, if there's a bigger population of people that like the same sex as they are, then theoretically uh, there will be less reproducing and the population of the humans might actually balance out. And you might even argue that uh, in its 
developed as an adaptation to keep us from overproducing. Uh, just a theory I have. But in any case, um, I think two things about that. Actually, three things. Uh, first thing was, oh, why didn't you tell me this sooner? And of course, I didn't say that. Uh, second thought was, okay, I'm not going to get what I want out of this, but it's a gender rejection. It's not a personal rejection. And I believe later on in the hangout time, uh, we were kind of connecting over bipolarness. And, um, you know, I said something like, boy, I really wish you were straight and whatever. And, you know, it was kind of a... She was like, yeah, it would be nice, but I'd probably be taken by now. Which is true, uh, because geek slash gamer chicks um, are very much sought after by the overweight, under-exercised, living in their parents' basement, uh, 30 to 40-year-old, which I would call the stereotypical male geek. Uh, Now, I don't quite fit into that stereotype, but um, I'm certainly not all that attractive. I certainly lack social skills, and I certainly spend more time on my computer and the PS3 than I spend in that crazy 3D world that exists outside of my apartment. Um, So, in that sense, I fit that stereotype, and therefore, it's hard to uh, court people. Uh, I know that's an antiquated term, but there you go. So, as a consequence of this, um, I'm forced uh, to uh, make myself let go of the hope that this could be a friendship that transitions at some point into romance, because, well, that's kind of what I was hoping for. I wasn't, I'd say, planning on that. I wasn't expecting that, but that's what I was hoping for, and... I think, on many levels, I realized that it was an unrealistic hope, and I was giving myself false hope to balance out the uh, other elements of my life that aren't going so well. Uh, As I may have mentioned before, uh, my understanding of adulthood is very narrow, uh, and in this point in my life, uh, there's two things that I strive for. It's either job or a romantic relationship. Um, And the skills that are required to get a job and a romantic relationship are related. Therefore, if I fail at one, I go focus on the other one. Um, But if I fail at one, then chances are good that I won't succeed at the other one. And then I'll just kind of be stuck in a spiraling... um, nothing. Just, you know, waiting to die, essentially, is kind of what it is when I don't have something uh, to focus on to drive me in either of those two directions. And my circumstances now are such that I have to less, I have to worry less about the getting the job aspect of it, which is a relief and less pressure 
you can make your own determination on whether that is um, appropriate or not for me and my life experiences. Personally, I think it is, and if you don't, well, uh, I don't care. Anyway, uh, so I'm finding that there is this void in my life, and I've been trying to fill this void for years, probably uh, 15 years or so, maybe a little bit less than that, 12 years, I don't know. But a long time. And, you know, I'm not expecting a relationship to magically make life better. I'm not expecting a job to magically make life better. Uh, Because I've had a job, I've had a relationship, at the same time, actually. Um, And life certainly sucked less. Uh, It was certainly... uh, less crappy than it was before I had a job and a relationship. However, life still sucked. Um, And my whole thing, my whole philosophy relative to life and the living thereof, is how can I make life suck less? Because life is a hell of a journey, and I'm beginning to think of it as a sprint rather than a marathon, because I'm getting too tired to make it a marathon. Um, but it's it's frustrating to, you know, have a hope, you know, maybe not a plan, uh, in that sense I gave the podcast a bad title, but to have a hope, and even if you know it's a false hope, to have it confirmed that it's a false hope, hope and have no secondary or tertiary plan that you can immediately pick up uh, is a blow. And again, I mean, it's better that it's a gender rejection, not a personal rejection. So that helps. Um, But it still sucks. Uh, Now that being said, we still connect uh, quite strongly, I feel. Uh, Certainly on a conversation and mental level. Uh, we don't necessarily connect in a gaming level, but, you know, I'm I'm trying. I'm giving it, uh, I can't think of the word, um, but I'm willing to adjust uh, my gaming approach and understanding and uh, thoughts about gaming to, you know, meet her halfway uh, so that we can... Uh, connect on that level as well, and, you know, being, uh, me being a simulation gamer, her being an RPG gamer, um, for both of us, gaming is a huge part of our lives, and uh, that constitutes a huge point in any connection, uh, even on a friendship level, that should be appreciated, you know, it should be such that, you know, she tells me, you know, the awesome thing that she did in this RPG the other day, and I go, oh, wow, that's neat, and ask some follow-up questions. And, you know, I can turn around and say, well, I made this really scary approach at Burbank the other day, I was high and I was fast, and ATC didn't give me instructions, and yada, 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 but I landed safely, sort of thing, and, you know, have getting a, get a response from that, and maybe it's a uh, 
you know, it's a involuntary response expressing interest even when you're not interested, but it's just one of those social things that you like. You like to feel like uh, your views are appreciated and shared and your input is considered and you're being listened to. Really, that's what it is. Uh, So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just say, okay, you had this plan, you had this hope, you had this idea of where you wanted to go with this, and the plan has failed, as in my experiences, as in my experience, most plans do. Uh, I actually do use the phrase a lot, if you make a plan, you plan to fail, because plans are made based on things that you don't know you know, based on the future, and you don't know what's going to happen in the future, Uh, and particularly when other people are involved, there are so many variables that you can't anticipate what's going to happen. Um, You know, I I think at some level, um, I suspected that uh, she didn't like guys. At some level, I kind of, my head acknowledged that. At some level, I accepted that that was a possibility. But because my head didn't want to go there, because my head wanted to go to, oh, here's a person that maybe you can have a relationship with. Here's some hope to get you out of the doldrums and to kind of push you a little bit. And here's uh, someone that you could get together on a regular basis with to continually practice your social skills and push you a little bit. And, uh, you know, that second part is still there. Uh, but the hope, the hope part uh, is gone. Uh, so that's an adjustment. And that leaves me with uh, asking my original question and my original source of angst, which is, okay, I've got... Uh, 30, 40, 50, uh, 20, 30, maybe 35 years left, probably. Uh, Maybe 40, but I doubt it. Uh, Because I don't see myself quitting smoking or starting to exercise anytime soon. Or changing my diet, for that matter. So, but I've got X amount of time left whatever it is, um, and the career, well, that's, you know, it's not, it doesn't seem to be a reasonable expectation, uh, that I can make money from my skill set, uh, and I think part of that has to do with the fact that, uh, the world my generation is in, uh, is so dependent on instant gratification. In other words, I give you seven bucks, I get access to all the Netflix movies now. Uh, I want a song that I can't afford, uh, I go to the dark corners of the internet, and I get it now. Uh, Not me specifically, but in general, my generation is used to that. You know, we expect instant gratification as opposed to delayed gratification and we put not as much emphasis on 
the commerce aspect of things, or at least the people I know don't. Uh, it could just be limited to the computer circle, I don't know. Uh, but the people I know, you know, there's less paying for stuff. I mean, obviously, you pay for stuff that you need to pay for, grocery stores, uh, any place that exists in the 3D world, uh, obviously there's going to be an exchange of commerce there, uh, for most people I know. Um, but within the internet, uh, my generation sees different rules existing. Um, and really, uh, the creators of my generation, including myself, I think, content creators of my generation have responded to that uh, going, well, I know you're not going to pay me for this. Uh, I know if I put this out here on the internet, if you really want it, you're just going to steal it. Uh, I know that. You know, there's no question about that. And I know that it doesn't matter what security protection you put on anything, uh, somebody's going to compromise that and steal it eventually, if it's a digital good. Um, and, you know, I'm used to that, uh, of course, and I expect that. Of course, the flip side of that is there's lots of careers and professions, uh, writing being one of them, uh, broadcasting being one of them, if you consider podcasting as a vein of broadcasting, which I do, um, any sort of creative endeavor, even movie-making, uh, on an independent scale, at least, and certainly game development, because uh, games and software are pirated quite a lot, um, then my generation understands and expects uh, that m you, can, you can probably make some money from producing those types, those type, that type of content. Uh, but you won't be able to sustain yourself uh, on that type of content. And further still, the hurdle that has been added to my particular generation is the rest of the economy has pretty much been tanked. Uh, so it's no longer there. So this huge uh, sphere of jobs that no longer support the people that choose to do them and then there's this shrinking sphere of jobs that uh, are acceptable and pay money and, are, you know, are a reasonable compromise uh, for someone to do uh, in this generation. Um, I think a lar larger percentage of people in my age group are working uh, in the service industry than previous generations might have, even though we uh, have higher levels of education. Uh, I certainly know a lot of people that have not settled at a bachelor's degree, gone on to a master's or a PhD, and you know, most of the people that I know that have done that have had success, maybe moderate success, not great success, but moderate success. Um, but anymore, you know, it doesn't matter what the Democrats say, uh, a uh, high school diploma is meaningless, an AA degree is less than meaningful, and, uh, you know, a BA is kind of the minimum level of acceptance, I think, 
uh, as far as education, uh, I've kind of noticed and I kind of think these days that um, to be considered in the job market the way you would have been considered uh, having completed a BA maybe 15, 20 years ago, you now have to have a master's. And of course, that accumulates more debt and creates problems, uh, which is going to lead to the student debt crisis before too long here. Uh, and I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. And I'm going to say I told you so when it does happen, but uh, little good that does, because A, nobody listens to me, and B, nobody cares, and things are just going to happen whether you point them out and tell people that they're going to happen or not. So, um, But it's a crappy... Uh, my generation really has gotten through a set of circumstances, part of which the internet created and part of which we created, um, that has been detrimental, but um, the world around us has been set up pretty crappily. Um, you know, it's a bit like, I hate using sports metaphor, uh, metaphors, I really do, uh, but it's a bit like, you know, coming in as a relieving pitcher with the bases loaded. Um, we're pretty much screwed. Bases loaded, no outs. We're pretty much screwed. Um, and there's not a whole lot we can do. And, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a feeling of, Especially for me, it's a feeling of, well, what the hell? Uh, you know, why can't I get anywhere? Why am I spinning my tires but getting nowhere? Um, I mean, for what it's worth, I'm not the only one. And, you know, okay, at least misery has company. But, um, you know, when you don't have a relationship in your life, when you don't have a hobby that involves 3D people when you uh, don't have an occupation, a day occupation that keeps you, gives you money and kills lots of time, then you're left kind of sitting there and wondering what you're going to do for the next 35, 40 years and what the point of the next 35, 40 years is. And... I can't tell you what my plan is, again, because if I make a plan, I'm planning to fail. Uh, but I can tell you uh, the thing that has prevented me historically from doing something drastic to exit the world, so to speak, uh, is simply guilt over what that would do for other people. And I think in that sense, uh, this is a very important friendship to me because we're both kind of, you know, we share a lot of similar features as far as uh, depression goes. You know, we both kind of respond in the same way. We both uh, get heavily weighed down on it. Um, and there's a lot to be said for having a peer, having somebody else that completely empathizes with you instead of sympathizes. Because sympathize sympathization as far as I'm concerned is pretty much useless and meaningless uh, but empathy is extremely valuable uh, or that's how that's the way I feel anyway so you know I don't know if it's worth 
planning the next move. I have no idea what the next move would be. All I know is the pressure is slightly off to find a job, and that's good, because really, podcasting and storytelling is all I can do, uh, realistically and feasibly, uh, because, you know, I can't... I can't expose myself directly to the judgment and harsh criticism from other people. Uh, even if it's, you know, constructed criticism, uh, when I get it online, I can barely take it. Uh, never mind when I get it in the real world under the pressures of a job, under the pressures of you have to do this, otherwise you're going to starve. Uh, and then add that to the fact that um, it's hard to manage uh, my life on a daily basis. I may be depressed one second, and I may be, you know, ready to leave for New York City uh, without a thought in the next second. So it's, you know, committing to anything, and I mean anything, is really, really difficult because of the fluctuating moods. And you add to that scoliosis and add to that even further still uh, learning disability uh, challenge five motor skills as a result of chemo and you've got a pretty you got a person that's uh, has the odds stacked against them I think um, and a person that's worthy, certainly. Um, a person that has been spared of death, I suppose, uh, by the medical system, but um, really, a person who has been so damaged by... And, and so damaged and so dependent on um, the medical system and uh, the psychiatric psychiatric system and the uh, psychological system to survive just a person that is almost completely dependent um, you know you really can't expect uh, you know it's not reasonable I don't think to expect uh, that I can be uh, a suburbanite with two cars and a wife and you know the 50s dream uh, which I don't think really my generation is too psyched up about, but maybe they are. I don't know. I kind of live on my own little island, so what do I know? Um, but for me, it's not a realistic expectation. The best I'm really hoping for at this point is to find somebody that I can connect with, find somebody that uh, I can talk to uh, and understands me, and I understand them and find somebody that, uh, I don't know, that gets it. And, you know, it's it's awfully frustrating when you have hope that someone in particular might be, might be a strong candidate for that life position, in your, that position in your life. Um, and then something happens, a variable that's out of your control, that makes that, not a possibility. So again, uh, having hopes, having plans, uh, it's never really worked out for me. All it seems to do is uh, 
take my spirits up for a short amount of time and then take my spirits down again and when my spirits get lower uh, then uh, then it's hard to get through the day-to-day life events and you know even if I made a plan on knowing it failed I have no plan for dealing with that so um, that's kind of where I am and I don't know like I said I don't know what's coming next uh, all I'm trying to do at this point is um, figure out how to keep this friendship figure out how to readapt my approach and you know try and find other coping mechanisms uh, especially after this week um, I had a bunch of drama where I uninstalled and reinstalled and uninstalled and reinstalled and uninstalled and reinstalled flight simulator because I was trying to fix uh, I was trying to fix a problem with the black box a330 not working and then after my spinning spree uh, again a result of depression actually rather than mania just a result of trying to fill the void and being uh, a victim of American culture where you think stuff is going to fill the void Uh, so you buy stuff and then of course you realize oh shit I shouldn't have bought that stuff because I still have the void with me but you still for some reason you still take that action again I think it's because it's so rooted in the culture Um, But in any case, uh, I don't know, it leaves me wanting for something, um, and I'm trying to look for other outlets, because, um, you know, I've only got really one friendship right now, uh, and my family connections, but, you know, friendships, well, people in general, people that are external to you uh, are variables in your life. They could go away, they could come, uh, and they could do it for a variety of reasons that you can't predict. Uh, So people, for me, are inherently unreliable. Um, Trust no one, everybody lies, really is basically what it comes down to um, in my philosophy. But I mean really what it is, uh, despite the bitterness, is you can't depend, you can't completely depend on other people to sustain you. You have to figure out some way for you to sustain you. Um, And that's uh, been one of those lifelong struggles. Um, So I'm trying to find other ways, other outlets. Um, And, you know, I'm again trying to uh, change my adulthood vision so that uh, it isn't so singularly focused on a romantic relationship or a job. There's got to be other ways to satisfy myself uh, for the remainder of my time here on Earth. Anyway, uh, that's where I'm at. Uh, I know it's kind of depressing, so uh, I'll play a little bit of the double clicks here. Uh, Great band. Uh, As I was mentioning before, um, it's very easy for this generation to justify... Uh, not giving, uh, not, not, not giving, um, somewhat cheating big corporations. Uh, particularly for me, I don't give a damn if I, if, uh, 
corporation is somehow hindered by my actions. In fact, one of the things I enjoyed about working at Walmart was to find some way to damage the corporation without getting fired. Uh, that was kind of one of my fun little challenges to get me through the day. Um, so, I mean, it's hurting a corporation. I have no moral objections to that. If there's a way I can hurt hurt corporate America, I'm going to do it. Um, and I don't think, you know, maybe that's not the intent of my peers, but I think the feeling certainly is, well, they're sitting on a big pile of money, and it's not going to hurt them any. Um, but uh, it does have a huge impact on independent artists, um, and thus I would emphasize, uh, you know, corporations are not, or shouldn't be supported. They just shouldn't be. Um, Because they buy and sell politicians, and they buy and sell and control the world. Um, So don't support them, please, uh, if you can avoid it. Uh, But people that are independent, people that make their own music, people that create their own podcasts, people that uh, create their own writing, people that create their own games independent of what some big corporation might say. Uh, The independence of the world, uh, that's where I think uh, financial compensation or some form of bartering uh, needs to take place. Uh, Corporations can go ahead and die, I'm not concerned about that, but... uh, individuals that are creative and individuals that are trying outside of the realms of the normal system uh, deserve to be rewarded and I certainly would count the double clicks as part of that Um, and plus the Rainbow Connection is just an awesome song Uh, go check them out thedoubleclicks.com they have a show uh, internet show at 12pm Pacific 8 p.m. GMT this Friday, the 13th, and uh, the 22nd, I believe, they're opening for Jonathan Colton in Seattle, which is just cool. So, uh, to make this less depressing, let's listen to uh, Double Click's Rainbow Connection. Why are there so many about rainbows and what's on the other side. Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. Rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told and some choose to. They're wrong. 
I love that song. Always have loved that, loved that song, and uh, of course the double clicks version. Just awesome, great geek band. Um, of course, the song message uh, is probably of larger importance in this context. Um, for me, you know, it's a lot like Imagine in lyrics and in tone um, and in t- in intended message, um, which is simply affirming kind of my philosophy uh, that life can suck, basically. Uh, You know, there's a lot of things going on in the world uh, that that are hurdles that get in the way that challenge and uh, deter. Um, And there's a lot of times where you sit there thinking, uh, why bother? You know, what, what why is it worth going through these hurdles and these obstacles only to get nothing? Uh, you know, to wish on a falling star and to have it not come true. You know, who said that that was an expectation? You know, are we are we giving ourselves unrealistic expectations? Um, or, if we try hard enough, are we going to eventually succeed? And, you know, the, you know, the hope, of course, both songs are talking about hope. Someday you'll find it, the, someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Um, so, you know, emphasizing that the right people are going to succeed, maybe. Uh, well, actually, that's no maybe. It's someday we'll, we will find it. Uh, so that's... A certainty in that song, but uh, it's a hope in the case of Imagine. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. Um, and I think it's, you know, I, I think for me, it's more on the Imagine side, it's more of a hope, um, and I hope it's not a false hope. Uh, I don't feel it as a certainty, but I wish I could, you know, I wish I could. Uh, feel certain that someday we will find it, uh, find the rainbow connection, so to speak. Great metaphors, and uh, a perfect ending to uh, the podcast, because, you know, maybe it's not about planning, maybe it's about hoping, and uh, continuing to hope, even in the face of adversary, adversary, um, you know, and if something goes wrong, well, figure out a way to hope for something else. Adapt. Adapt or die is what I used to say uh, in an evolutionary sense. So, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. I'm just trying to brainstorm and uh, get the gunk out of my uh, disposal and wipe it off and uh, send it to somebody else as a shiny new object. Uh, anyway... Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got some value out of it. I can't stop saying hope, and I find that interesting. Uh, If you have a comment or question, uh, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. That's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo at Golf, and Mike Alpha Indio Lima dot Charlie Oscar Mike. Uh, you can also leave 
voice feedback on the webpage. That's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo, Dot Lima Indio Bravo, Sierra Yankee November, uh, Dot Charlie Oscar Mike. That, again, that's N I C N A C J A K Dot Lipson Dot Com L I B S Y N, and you can leave a speak pipe message or you can send me an email uh, and attach an audio file to it that'll work too alright, till next time stay safe, stay sane happy road running, happy landings <laughs>